0: Good morning, good evening. I don't know when you tapped into this podcast, but you've tapped into episode seven. The title is true transformation. How many of you could use a true transformation right now in your life? How many of you may feel stuck in a rut? How many of you are just trying to tap into a new creativity in your lives? Well, you've tapped into the right podcast on today. I'll be talking a little bit about true transformation And the scriptures that I'll be coming out of is Romans 12 and 2. We'll just take one simple scripture and we're going to take it and we're going to allow it to be laid completely as a template over your lives. And today you'll be able to take that one scripture, meditate on it for the rest of your day. I don't know if you're at the computer typing. I don't know if you're in the car driving. I don't know if you're in the kitchen cooking. I don't know if you're listening to this with your friends. I don't know if you're listening to this with your loved ones, with a spouse in the shower, but you're going to be able to take this one scripture, lay it as a template over your life, apply the principle and see God do the work. And most of all, see him give the increase. And that's really what we want. We want to see positive thinking in our lives. We want to see things come to fruition in our lives. We really want to see our lives take total transformation. And on today, I can guarantee you this. If you anchor yourself in God's words, apply these principles in your life, allow God, To change you and mold you, you will see results. So Romans 12 and 2 reads like this. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is good and acceptable in God's will. Okay, you say, what does that mean, Mrs. Colorful Day? That means a couple of things. It tells me that in order for me to be able to walk out this walk with Christ, my Christian day-to-day walk. I'm gonna have to get up every day and I'm going to have to allow God in the scriptures to renew my mind. Reality is this, people. You're looking and you're taking in a lot of information. The world is filled with information. We are almost saturated feel to the top with so much information it is at our fingertips whether we're on the internet whether we're uh, just on the multiple different social media platforms whether you're reading self-improvement books self-help books you are saturated with information and with information so readily at your fingertips sometimes that saturation is not always good because you're pouring so much inside of your vessel That you might not be pouring the word of God so that it can do the work in your life. You might be pouring people's experiences in your life. You might be pouring uh, people's just basic opinions in your life. And reality is this, whether we want to accept it or not, when all things perish and go away, the only thing that's going to be hanging in the scales is the word of God. That's the word of God. When all passes away, the word of God is going to be the only thing that's going to be able to keep us. And I can attest to that. There's been many times where I've caught myself in a storm. Where I've caught myself in a situation and the scriptures have bubbled out of my soul to keep me anchored in the time when I'm caught in the eye of the storm. If there's not a scripture there to anchor you, oftentimes you will find yourself allowing the storm that's around you to get inside of you. And once that storm gets inside of you, then you become like a ship tossed to and fro without a sail. And that's not God's desire for us on today. God's desire for us is to get up in the morning, have great expectations of him, to enter his courts with praise and thanksgiving, give him gratitude, thank him for where Wherever you're at, it doesn't matter where you're at. Thank him for that particular point. Take responsibility for your life because wherever you're at in life, those are the decisions that you've made up into a particular point. And once you take full responsibility for it and then open your heart to Christ, then he can begin to move into your heart and do the work that he desires to do. Because come on now, he's the master builder. He's the master potter that desires for us to be put on the wheel so that he can begin to shape and mold us and again my title today was true transformation so you say how how can our minds be conformed to this world it it easily conformed when i was talking about all that information is readily available when information is readily available at like that to us we become saturated when we become saturated we start to believe what we're taking in remember i said in a couple of podcasts back that we were created to worship we're beings that are created to worship God if you're created to worship God and you're not worshiping God you're going to be worshiping something so whatever it is that you're taking in on a day-to-day basis that's what's going to resonate in your spirit that's the that's what's going to be feeding you and telling you who you are you say okay uh what does that mean that means if I'm constantly looking at a basic television show that's pumping to me that uh females are supposed to be skinny we'll take a a really basic concept females are supposed to be skinny and they should be a uh 34 32 uh 36 you know they have to be curvy this is what society wants and they have to have long hair and they have to look like this if i saw that every day constantly over and over and it's flashing before me over and over again, and that's what beauty is. Then I subconsciously begin to take that in, because Shoshana man thinketh, so is he. I begin to think on that thing, and I start to believe that that is what beauty is. And then I subconsciously begin to act that thing out, and now I think that I have to strive for these standards to be what society is telling me to be. That's why it says to not conform to this world because see, you have to remember who you are. I'm a child of God. I was created in his image. He blew his spirit of life in me. But he also told me that I'm in the world, but not of the world. So if I'm in the world, but not of the world, I have to know who I am so that if I know who I am, then I know what the expectation is of me. And then when I know the expectation and I know what I'm supposed to be doing, then I know when I'm off balance. When you know when you're off balance, then it's easy for you to go and say, you know what, something's off with me. This doesn't even line up with what uh, the word of God says a child of God should be thinking or doing I need to get myself going back in the right direction or you know what this isn't I'm not even thinking right I'm thinking in a lowly spirit Or I'm thinking underneath myself, I'm a child of the most high God. You know, I'm a child of the king. Why am I uh, accepting this kind of behavior from these people? Why am I subjecting myself to a job where I don't feel any self gratification or gratitude or I'm going in every day and being mistreated? Now, it's a difference if I'm going in every day and being mistreated and this is a life's lesson and I'm there to shine my light in a place of darkness. That's two different lessons. I'm saying if you're in a place and God has specifically said, okay, I need you to move, but you can't hear him because your mind's not being renewed every day. You're not taking that time to get into your daily devotions or to get into your daily meditations or to get into the quiet place with God so he can do that saturation over your mind to renew it. So he can uh, pluck out those things that you might be taking in subconsciously so that they don't take root in your spirit so that you can be transformed into what he calls you to do. That's what it means to be put on the potter's wheel. People often try to take it and make it deeper than what it really is being put on the potter's will is simply submitting to the will of God when I submit to the will of God then I'm submitting to what he says I am I'm, I'm saying okay God I, I'm gonna let you have your way in my life whatever your way is I trust it meaning that even though this thing is not lining up the way that I wrote the book of my life because some of us have what I call broken visions and you know I had you know my life lined up that I was going to marry uh, John and then when I married John, you know, we were going to have a picket house and a fence and dogs and cats and we were going to grow plants in the front yard and we were going to bake cookies every day and the kids were going to come home and I was going to be a stay at home uh, mom or, or, you know, we were going to live in the city, you know, or whatever the case may be, whatever the vision you have for yourself is now not happening uh, in, in, in a certain way and you're feeling some kind of way but I'm here to tell you that it could could it be I'm not saying it is but could it be that maybe God had an original vision for you and you begin to paint your own vision for your life and now everything is going contrary because it says that be ye not conform to this world see when we begin to take in all this stuff on TV we start painting a picture for how we see our lives and I'm not telling you to fail to plan I'm not, I'm not, I'm not telling you not to plan your life out. I want to send a clear message. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, yeah, you lay your life out, but you got to understand that God is going to order your steps. You plan them. I lay it out, but I have to be open and submitted to God and comfortable with the fact that he might change some things for me. I'm okay with that. I'm going to lay this plan out. I'm going to write the vision. I'm going to make it plain. I'm going to apply the scriptures in my life. I'm not going to just walk around haphazardly hoping that things just fall in place. Let's well, time out for that. You can't live your life hoping that things are going to fall in place. Success doesn't happen that way. Success is intentional. Success is on purpose. You get up every day. You meditate. You think about God. You talk to him. You. It's an intentional thing. Your relationship with God is intentional. You're, it's not going to be something you just get up every day and you don't have to put in any work. Anything that you do in life takes work. Period, I don't care where you at in life. It takes work. and I've, and I've been on the bottom with just 20 dollars in my pocket, all the way to when I've had a little bit of something. It takes work. It says, how would you put your hands to the plow and not count up the cost first? You must before you build, you must count the cost. You said, so what does that mean? Okay, because we're talking about transforming before you step out on anything. You have to ask yourself, do I really, you know, I feel this prickling in my spirit. God is trying to renew my mind. You know, do I want this relationship? Do I really want to do this? You know i gotta count the cost because there's no needs to keep playing footsies and stuff with the enemy it's too much to lose people we're running out of time that's what you have to think about right now on today we are running out of time the, tomorrow's not promised to any of us be ye not conformed to this world see you can be in this world but not of this world it's funny because i like to think of God doing the transforming for us when we submit to him then we submit to him as he lays us as a pot and puts us back on the potter's wheel. Some of us will have to be rebroken and I know that's a painful experience because you feel like you know what I've gotten to a place in my life where I'm comfortable. I've gotten to a place in my life where I like where I'm at. But sometimes God says that's great, but I have for you to go higher. I have something else for you or I have a different purpose right now in this season of your life for you to do. I never wanted you to get comfortable in that place that I have more for you but you made a place that was temporary home you made a place that was supposed to be temporary comfortable you never came back to me and asked me and that's the importance of being submitted to God that's the importance of renewing your mind every day because his grace is new every day God has something fresh to give you every day and the things that he's giving you is building upon what you already had yesterday but if you're constantly wanting old manna You can't expect to see the newness and the greatness of God. Or I won't say you can't expect to see it because you'll see it. But it makes it difficult. It blurs it a bit. It's like putting on glasses and they're the wrong prescription. You can't see it clear. So you say... Okay, so what are you talking about, Mrs. Colorful Day? Uh, That's a lot of information you're pumping out today. I'm just confused. I want to transform, but it seems like it's a lot. It's not a lot. I'm going to tell you how you can be transformed today. There's three things you have to remember. You must first anchor on the scripture, Romans 12 and 2. I came right in reading it to tell you that you must be transformed. You have to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You have to know who you are. Your identity is in Christ. He created you in his image. You have to know whose you are. Who do you belong? You belong to God. You're a child of the most high king. You know, and if you're a child of the most high king, then then how do you act? You're here on this earth. Temporary. You're an ambassador here on this earth with the highest credentials. You're a representative hanging out with the highest credentials. What are you representing? You're representing Christ. If you're representing Christ, wouldn't it be uh, smart for you to know what is Christ like? It's like getting a job and showing up and not knowing what you're supposed to do. In order for me to know what I'm supposed to do to know the road map, the uh, requirements, I must study my word. I must build a relationships with God so that I can know what is required of me. And then the, the and one thing I want to anchor that on, because I don't want you to look at it from the perspective of what's required of me. And then this turns into you producing religion because i see that too this is the requirement this is what i'm going to do and then it produces religion because we have that mindset because we go to school give me the test i take the test and then i must advance it don't work that way it doesn't work that way no god will renew your mind he knows the life's lessons, he knows the test, he's the only one with the test, he's the only one with the life's lessons and everybody's life lesson is according to their fingerprint. The reason I said it's according to their fingerprint is because everybody's fingerprint is different. There's not one person's fingerprint that's the same. It's uniquely designed for you so he can get you to an expected end. He knows your weaknesses, he knows your strength, he knows the, the plan that he has written for your life. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says that he knows the plans for you, they're not out to harm you but to give you a hope in the future so if he has a plan designed specifically for you it's like a tutoring 101 program which is super awesome because he has the holy spirit here leading and guiding you into all truth who's your tutor that's gonna walk you through the program there's no reason you should fail you cannot fail in god you already won all you got to do is do your lessons and your homework and get this this is the killer even if you don't do well on the lesson you can get a redo that's the awesome thing in God you can get a redo you can get a redo you can go you know what? I didn't do so well okay we'll just circle back and we'll keep going through that lesson until you get it that's the kind of loving God we have God loves us he shows it in John 3 16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son who else do you know has given their only begotten son for you I don't know nobody that's given their only begotten son for me. I don't know. First John 3 and 3 and 1 says that he lavishes his love on us. Come on now, who just lavishes their love on you? That sounds like a father. That's awesome. And that loves us. We can't lose focus of that. And then you say, "Okay, so so give me Uh, A laid out plan So I can be successful Throughout the remainder of this week The first thing I want you to do Is don't conform Stop conforming The way you don't conform Is you don't start an all out rebellion you don't become a rebel and you don't become a free agent. We don't operate that way and I'm going to continue to say that and continue to say that cuz I see so many people operating they're not under authority. They're just operating free agent. They're just doing what they want to do like rebels. It don't you don't do that. You have to conform. When you conform, you're conforming to the word of God. And when you conform to the conform to the word of God, that means you have to read the word of God because you got to know what you're conforming to. You have to read it. You have to learn it you have to begin to uh let it marinate in your spirit that's why david would say would always say you know that word have i hidden in my heart that i might not sin against you he studied the word he knew it he hid it in his heart and and that's what allowed him and anchored him so he wouldn't have himself doing all this crazy stuff against god Two, submit to god submit to god after you figured out that, okay, I'm not going to conform. I'm going to get in this word. I'm going to let the word do the work in my life. The, when the word is doing the work in your life, which was principle number one, that means you've submitted to God. He puts you on the potter wheel. He's doing his work with you. You can move into number two, principle number two. You're going to submit to God. You have to submit to God. His word can't do the work in your life if you're not submitted to him. That's like uh, a t- like tug of war. One person's going one way. One person's going the other way. You read in it, but it's just falling upon you like information It's that revelation is not taking root in your spirit. And the revelation is what's going to do the transformation to change you. And that's what you need. This is not some little book you're going to be able to read. God is going to get into the root, into the, the to the nooks and the crannies of your life. And he's going to get you to where he needs you to be so that that plan can be fulfilled for your life. I want you, when you do number two and you submit to God, I want you to trust God's plan. Trust God's plan for your life. You have to trust it with all of your being. You have to trust his plan, even when no one else trusts his plan. Because all of his promises are yes and amen. God has yet to fail. He has a clean record. This is somebody you can trust. Now, the people out, your friends, your family, all these random people, people you work with, they don't have a clean slate. They can't uh, have a Yelp review that's totally perfect. I'm saying God's Yelp review is perfect. He don't have no fives that was uh, plotted out. He don't have no 4.5s. He has a perfect track record and 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 mind you this that comes in with perfect timing he knows when to do what in your life to get an expected result number three expect results expect results there's no need to be timid and meek with god expect results if god's word said it You can count on it matter of fact you can guarantee it I'm ready to stamp it if that's what his word said you have to stand on it you have to know boldly and this is what God said and this is what's going to happen in my life now when I say boldly and we say this is what's going to happen in my life know this people this might not happen immediately right now you have to go through the process that process could be a day that process could be a couple days that process could be a couple weeks months years we don't know god knows the process but i guarantee you if you go to the through the process and what you are professing decree and that's in the will of god and that's what he wants for you and you're truly in tune with the holy spirit and what he wants for your life i can guarantee you on today it's going to come forth i have yet to see something not come forth that that is what god wanted for my life Now, again, expect results. The reason I say you can expect results and get guaranteed results before we close out this podcast is because the word of God tells me clearly. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. As long as I put God first in my life as a priority, which I know that you're doing right now, you're getting yourselves in the right direction. What you're doing is some of you guys are doing. I see it right now as a ship on a sail. Some of you guys are doing course corrections and you're coming back over and you're letting God be your reference point again. He was your reference point, but you had steered yourself off course. Right now he has allowed you to make a course correction and you're now lining yourself back up. You can expect increase you can expect results and know this increase is not always monetary sometimes increases in health sometimes increases in a better relationship with your family sometimes increases in a better relationship with god sometimes increase is just having peace some people go home and don't have peace some people go home and they feel in prison increase comes in multiple non-tangible ways so i'm going to close out on today Speaking blessings over you, I decree and declare to everyone that listened today and under the sound of my voice will be blessed. That they'll be highly favored, God. That the scriptures will begin to take root in their spirit, God. That it'll it'll be much more fruit. That it'll bring clarity to their lives, God. And that they'll be anchored in you in this season. Allow them to press follow and like, God, so that they can share it with someone. Someone that might be lost, God. You said that you would have that no soul would perish, God. So on today, those that might be lost, if they need even more help, God, allow them to be able to tap in. Allow them to DM me, God. Allow us to bring that soul to Christ. Allow us to have... No self in this God allow them to just continue to know who you are we come against the middleman that people will begin to know you for who you are uh, lining up line upon line precept upon precept the scriptures begin to dance in their lives Lord we just thank you on today we bless your name and we ask all these things in your darling son's Jesus name Lord we thank you guys for tuning in I'll see you guys on my next podcast and furthermore have a blessed and a wonderful day